Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome back. Well, the group stage of AFCON is winding down. Here's a look at match day three results from Tuesday. Oh, Cameroon, 3-2 over Gambia. That one was wild. Senegal remained perfect in Group C. A 2-0 win over Guinea. Mauritania, 1-0 over Algeria, which is good enough to put them through to the round of 16. And Angola with a 2-0 win over Burkina Faso in Group D action. Uh, it has been wild. It has been unpredictable. And Oh, so much fun to watch. And we are very excited to welcome back our good friend Imbizo Zamane to help us break down all the madness. Imbizo, we missed you yesterday. I mean, we, we really missed your, your expertise. I feel like there's so many things that we could talk about. First of all, how are you? 
I'm very well, thank you. I'm trying to manage my uh, stress and anxiety levels because of this AFCON. Uh, it's Best been difficult luck. to live like this every day. I mean, it's incredible. It's incredible. It has been insane. Um, okay, so let's talk about some of the, the games that we saw yesterday. We'll start with, with Group C. Uh, Cameroon, Nigel was talking yesterday about how they have been a, a big disappointment for you heading into this, but they were somehow able to snag that 3-2 win over Gambia to put them through into the round of 16. Just uh, some, some madness at the end of the game there. I'm just curious to get your initial reaction to, to that match. I mean, just another breathtaking drama. And they've just been so many. Uh, but Cameroon went on to display uh, the indomitable spirit that they came to be known for. They had the will and they found a way. Uh, Samuel Eto'o actually sent a, a quite a chilling message uh, to the team after their 3-1 drubbing at the hands of Sadio Mane and co. Uh, and it seems that that leadership, that staunch leadership, explaining to them what it means to be an indomitable line, what it means to represent the nation of Cameroon, it seems to have come across loud and clear uh, and it's it's unbelievable and I feel so much for uh, the Gambians who actually in every game I thought performed really really well uh, and were super unlucky not to get the victory uh, but it's just another demonstration of the fact that in this AFCON you have to stay woke for 100 minutes a game not 90 uh, because you know you can you can catch a goal at any time games have changed so late uh, and it's just it's another wonderful advertisement for this world uh, for this cup. Uh, Mbizo, I mean, you mentioned it, chaos, mayhem. The only three things you can guarantee is chaos, mayhem, and that Senegal will win. Uh, they have finished the group stages 100%, the only, the only nation to do so in AFCON. Talk a little bit about some of the influence, because there were so many questions about whether, in particular, Sadio Mane would still have it after his time at Bayern Munich and then moving um, to, to the Middle East. Talk to me a little bit about Cameroon, I'm sorry, about Senegal and what they've been able to put together. Well, again, I've spoken about it. I think this is uh, in large part uh, down to the management of Aliou Sisse. Uh, and if you look at Senegal as a footballing entity across the levels, uh, they are absolutely doing things right. Uh, they're making links with clubs in Europe uh, for their academies, and they, they really just have it all together in a very deliberate and uh, a very intellectual fashion that they're going about their football development. And, and as far as Saudi Omane is concerned, one of my favorite uh, players of all time, he's managing himself really really intelligently, isn't he? He understands that his team uh, is not just him, but a number of talented players, uh, both who are at the autumn of his career, of their careers, and those who are coming up and developing. And he's been able to bring them into the play. I think he's had, what, two or three assists um, as a, and, and, and one goal or two goals, I can't remember. So he's really understanding uh, his uh, growing role as a support player, perhaps, and not necessarily the single go-to guy, uh, but his experience and his leadership is shining through and Senegal are just very, very convincing. Imbizo, Irmão, let's uh, talk a little bit about the elephant in the room, which we need to address, because Ivory Coast Oof. manager Jean-Louis Gasset has resigned, and they have an interim manager, but the caveat here is that they can still progress yeah. <laughs> as one of the best third-place teams into the next round, which is absolutely wild. A lot of unrest with how their national team is doing, What's that situation like for, for Ivory Coast? 
Well, I can say this with 100% certainty. It wouldn't be an AFCON if there wasn't <laughs> some kind of controversy like this uh, off of the field. Uh, this kind of drama is very typically African. Uh, and it's also quite delectable, to be very frank, because we're all wondering how the situation is going to play out. Who's going to come in uh, and drive them forward should they uh, qualify? But can you really blame them? I mean, it was a capitulation of epic proportions. Um, even from my side, I was slightly embarrassed uh, because I had noted them down as being one of the favorites for the tournament. Um, and again, this is a, somewhat of a repeat from when they were hosted in 1984. And I think it's, a, it's really a situation of desperation uh, for the Ivorians. Uh, but I do believe that coming this close uh, to, to going home or staying home, as the case might be, <laughs> I think they'll they'll look to really improve and understand that uh, you cannot joke around. I spoke about how they were lackadaisical from time to time, even in their 2-0 victory uh, in the opening match. So I think they really need to dig deep the players and understand now they don't even have a coach. So really, it's not going to come down to how well they're coached. It's going to come down to how much determination they have and how much resilience they demonstrate and how much they care about the people of Ivory Coast who are suffering with great, great pain. And Bezo, let's talk about another elephant in the room. A powerhouse nation finishing bottom of their group in Algeria with the talent that they have. What can you tell us about their poor tournament? Well, again, with them, it's not just a, a single tournament, is it? I think it's their second uh, group exit in a row now. Uh, they scored some very, very good goals, uh, I believe, uh, played some decent football, uh, but it just simply was not enough. Uh, it is not enough in this tournament to simply show up. And of course, Coach uh, Belmadi is one of the victims uh, of the fallout in this first round, and, and he's left the Phoenix as well. Uh, but look, for me, the story is really Mauritania. Uh, Mauritania, for me, deserved to qualify. Uh, they were valiant and also resilient. Resilient. Um, and really, they also played well in all their matches, uh, but only got luck in the one that mattered most. Uh, so, look, I mentioned before the tournament that they're not to be taken lightly, um, and the same goes for them in the knockout rounds, although uh, I worry about them playing Cape Verde, who, for me, was one of the best teams uh, in that initial round. But I'm, I'm stoked for Mauritania because uh, this is a nation that's gone through a lot of uh, political uh, mm. and social strife. And so this is going to be, uh, you know, a very joyous occasion for the nation and hopefully it will uplift, uplift them in more ways than simply on the football pitch. And Biza, I'm glad you brought up Cape Verde because for me they're my dark horse. What can you tell us about Cape Verde? I think they played in one of the best matches of the tournament so far against the Pharaohs, uh, who, of course, I expected them to bounce back and show their uh, mental medal, uh, and they did so. Uh, but, I mean, what a quality team. I think they were really tested against the Egyptians, and I think they passed that test with flying colors. I think they're brilliant at the back, focused. Uh, they have great levels of concentration and determination. And going forward, they are adventurous and creative with a lot of individual talent, but they also played really well in a team. They play selflessly, uh, and I think they're brilliantly coached. So for me, they're super exciting, and uh, I still expect them uh, to pull a couple of shocks uh, or at least uh, push any of the giants they should meet uh, all the way to the wire. Well, Mbizo, you are our, our very good friend, and we care a lot about you and your, your well-being. I know in less than three hours now, South Africa oh. has a, a, a massive match against Tunisia. Um, yeah. Everything on the line here. I just want to. I just want to know what the next sort of three hours of your life looks like. How are you uh, preparing mentally and emotionally for this? Uh, I'm eating some comfort food. <laughs> I am staying hydrated. Uh, 
Uh, I am trying to meditate because it will be stressful. Uh, we have both Tunisia and Bafana Bafana won the AFCON previously. Uh, we are both teams that could, could be considered as some of the top teams uh, on the continent, even if not now, historically. So this is really uh, a giant's game. And of course, uh, there's still potential for everyone in this group to qualify. Uh, so the stress levels are high. Uh, but I am actually, for the first time probably in a long time, pretty confident confident with South Africa's ability to uh, to go through, even if it is as one of the best third-place teams. So, fingers crossed, uh, but certainly it's not going to be easy, not for them and not for me. Oh, man, fingers and toes crossed. We are all Bafana Bafana fans at this desk today, just for oh, you, Mbizo. Nice. I'm rooting for your blood pressure. Hang in there. <laughs> no salt today. We'll be eating no salt. Oh, you got this. Mbizo, uh, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Thank you so much for having me, folks. <laughs> baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. 